Welcome back to another episode of the Quantium Cast. I just so happen to be your host, Ryan Kier, and we are going to be looking at a chart from Premier Oil PLC. But before I go into the details of all of that, you need to make sure that you can access this chart. Otherwise, I'll just be throwing a lot of numbers and colors of different indicators at you. So if you are able to right now, head on over to our site, quantumresearch.co.uk. It is linked everywhere on our Twitter, our Instagram, even our LinkedIn, if any of you are into using LinkedIn, which I know a lot of professionals really, really like using. So all you need to do is go to our site, as I mentioned, quantumresearch.co.uk, sign up, and once you've signed up, make sure you're logged in. And then in the top right-hand side of the toolbar, you'll see a section called Chart Packs. Click it, and then click the one for the relevant episode, there will be a PDF. And for example, today's will be labeled episode 16 or 16, maybe quantum car 16, whatever. You'll see the number in relation and it will be totally fine. But anyways, let's talk about Premier Oil. This company had just mentioned today that uh, their half year results were way above expectations, even with a weaker oil price environment. And the company had also mentioned that they're beginning a formal sale process of their Mexican offshore assets called Zama. It seems that analysts at Jefferies have actually estimated these assets to be worth about 439 odd million dollars. And many analysts, in fact, could say mm -hmm. 600 odd million to be a potential target and anywhere up to a billion. A billion is quite optimistic, but at least you can see where the ranges of estimation are at right now. So for the sake of those who aren't familiar with what Premier do, they are an oil producer and explorer, largely in the North Sea, but they have a lot of assets elsewhere. They've been trying to focus in the North Sea. And one main reason, I found this out because I actually am a shareholder in this company. So before I give any of my analysis, I'd show you guys that uh, I do have a position in. And I added today at 75 spot three, as I'd posted on my personal Twitter, Ryan Gear 2 And I believe that at least there is some upside on this position, but I will show the bearish and the bullish case for the sake of those who are looking to distinguish whether this is a position for them based on your risk profile and risk reward setups. So if we look at chart 1.1, which is the only chart we'll be looking at today, as I thought I'd give a little bit of a bonus because this news is interesting and we can look at a setup. In fact, I put almost like a speech bubble showing that the 200 day moving average is ahead and it's the purple line shown. It's around 82 odd pence per share. I mean, I could check the exact thing just to be right there. In fact, at the moment, it's 80 pence per share, just under. So you have a resistance at 79.5 and I assume if this breaks and the price holds above that level, we'll likely see the price target uh, previous resistance levels. And those resistance levels, you can go from where the current price is now at 78.98, you can go to the nearest green arrow on your left and that shows the price at around 84, 84 and a half just for the sake of measurements. Then you can see one at 89 and a half then you can see another resistance at about 102 spot five. Then you have another resistance at 110 ish. So these levels need to be broken. But what I have shown is that the levels of resistance 
the important ones, have been decreasing over time. So it seems that this recent push, as long as the price were to say, break above the 200-day moving average, as I mentioned, at around 79.5, but we'll just say 80 for the sake of measurement, the price will look to target the top end of the green trend channel line. So basically, you have two lines, these channels we call them, that are almost creating a wedge where the price is in a chop zone. Either it breaks above that line and has higher upside targets or breaks below that line and has much lower downside targets. So one could likely go long at a break of that line uh, or a consolidation for the sake of being safer or go short on a break down of that line. And at the moment, the major area of support is around 64.5 pence per share, 65.5-ish. And the major area of resistance is actually reducing from around 89.5 to uh, 84-ish, depending on when you're looking at it. That 84-ish is about the 13th of September 2019, that kind of time period. will obviously be a little bit off because these are just rough lines to show what the trend is. But I have noted once again, the 200 day moving averages ahead, a good setup if you're not already in this kind of thing, is to go long at a break of the 200 day moving average and have a relatively tight stop a couple of points beneath the 200 day moving average. So say, enter at 81 and a half and hope to target around 85, 84, 85. You got three points at least in there for you and put your stop at say, 79 or to be safe 78.75 you're risking 1.25 points for about three points minimum reward which is decent it's a good risk reward of what more than two to a 2.25 onwards reward per one point of risk that you're taking which is decent another positive setup that we can look at actually or a positive indicator for a potential turn in the share right now is the volume spike. You can see there's been a steady consolidation back from around the end of May to current, where we can see the, the volume, the average volume has slowly been decreasing. This recent spike has been a bit of an anomaly in that recent period, and we can only try and see something different here. And that volume spike could suggest momentum for the 200-day moving average breaking out, or the price, sorry, breaking out above the 200-day moving average and potentially reversing a trend that's been stuck since October 2018. And that was not a downtrend, but it is a continuation of lower highs, not necessarily lower lows because the previous lower lows were about 55 pence per share um, and the current area of lows are about 64 pence per share so they're almost higher lows but lower highs as well so it's a chop in my opinion that's something i can almost determine from here and we should probably have a look now at the tighter moving averages as i like to put them not time frames but tighter moving averages in a sense that they're not 200 dmas but in this case we have 50 and 20 simple moving averages you can see that the blue line or the sign line whatever you'd like to put it the same line they uh, that line in fact represents the 50-day moving average and the orange line 
represents the 20 day moving average. We can see that the price broke above the 20 DMA with ease and had a bit of difficulty earlier um, to break through the 50 DMA of about 75 spot 62. Just for the sake of it, we could say 75 and a half and the price did break through and consolidate at least half a pip above, half a point above there. And that was a bullish sign. In fact, oil prices had fallen, which is something that obviously has a correlation with the share price. Yet the price had continued to rally. It seems that momentum is working out in the favor of bulls for this company. And I believe as well, the FTSE was down. And this company has a bad beta of anywhere from 2.8 to about 3.7, meaning for every 1% that the FTSE moves, I've calculated it, in fact, for this company, it's a bit of a bonus fact. They move up around 3.7% on average, or anywhere down to 2.8% per obviously 1% the FTSE as I just mentioned. The issue is though today there was an inverse correlation, which is bullish for investors in Premier, meaning that if the things that they're correlated with are down, they're up. If the things that they're correlated with are up, they're up. It's really positive to see in this current situation. And Obviously, I've mentioned the previous levels of resist, or at least support that had become resistance. If the price were to say break out now, you've got those green arrows to give you areas where you can look to potentially sell or trade around. But uh, if the price were to break below, say, 65, the bottom green trend channel line, we could look back to previous lows made in uh, December, back when the markets took a huge tumble. And those lows are about 53.5 to 55.5 pence per share. Just put a rough estimate on it. And if those had broken down, we'll have to go a little bit further. In fact, we can see uh, another area of support at just under 50. Another area of support at 43.5. That, in fact, was where Tony Durrant bought 100 odd thousand pounds worth of these shares. In fact, that's when I first got interested in the company, surprisingly. It was a good area to get in, uh, but a lot of that was due to just seeing it at that time. There was no idea of me actually catching the bottom. But this setup actually looks quite positive, but uh, historically it has been a trading stock. So if you are trying to make money in this investing long term, then do trade with caution because most oil stocks could release one bit of bad news and be down. 15-20% or whatever, but then on good news because they are shorted by industry hedges, they don't really rise that much. They need something of substance. And today's news for them was a lot of substance to me. I, I thought I wouldn't be able to get an ad because I assumed maybe 25 plus percent upside movement pre-market. The fact that they were almost down at one point in the day, I was surprisingly worried. But... Uh, it's something to have a look at. And if you are interested in trading this kind of share, the final bit of advice I would give is look at the tighter timeframes because you can't open a day trade position for say, I don't know, you'll get out a couple hours later or a couple minutes later even if you're looking at the daily because the daily is giving you a general trend, same with the weekly, same with the monthly. But if you're using five minute candlesticks, then you're potentially creating a better feel of view for yourself because you're able to see where are these levels where if it 
If the price breaks above, I will buy. If the price breaks below, I will sell or go short. In fact, you have vice versa, break above, close short, uh, loss, stop, whatever. There are so many different combinations. But with this potential company, I must disclose that I am actually long. Um, although I did show a bearish side because I'd like to completely keep everything completely transparent for you guys. I do have a target and I'm an investor in this position, so I'm not really using the TA base on the daily. I'm looking more so weekly and monthly forward, so it's not really a 10% day trade for me, but it is a good trading stock nevertheless. Anyways, I've been your host, Ryan Kia, and I hope this slightly longer than usual segment, but shorter chart pack can help you guys a little bit with understanding potential trade setups on Premier Oil. We will be back tomorrow morning and I'll be there with a cold super malt next to me to relax and record tomorrow's pre-market podcast. And if you haven't already listened to it, feel free to go on over to episode 16, whether on our site, whether on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, make your choice, take your pick. You can listen to the reruns there. But uh, I have been your host, Ryan Kier. Until next time.